Welcome to Cancelled. We are back. It is episodes five and six of my so-called life with me for the duration. You know him, you love him. Daniel Webb is here. Hi. How's it going? Good, brother. How are you? I'm good. I still have a bit of a glitter shark tattoo <laughs> from when I went to uh, Schlitterbahn this week. Oh my god, you're a brave person. Schlitterbahn is very scary to me. Uh, it was super fun. Yeah. I got pretty drunk and then just rode some water slides. Uh, I <laughs> felt like I was in a car accident the next day. Like I literally it was just like... My, I felt like I got a whiplash and my back was fucked up. And totally. I, I rode like three rides. Well, Everything else was just like lazy river and then swim up bars. Some of their <laughs> some of their rides are real janky and yeah. like some, like have Christmas lights as decorations. <laughs> you know, those are the ones I got slammed around on. Yeah, but yeah, it's no. I have a bit about it, but it's no joke that the last time I was there, it rained and Schlitterbahn and shutdown mode is. Is a nightmare. Oh, it's got it. You know what I mean? Just chasing people out of the park or whatever? People wouldn't leave. That was a weird thing. People were waiting for it to pass. So they were, like, you know where the lockers are and stuff? Right, right, right. It turned into, like, a lock-in or, like, a storm shelter (laughs) experience, you know? It was, like... Oh, that's super creepy. Yeah, it it got... We left because it got so weird. It was, like, you know... Yeah, for sure. Um, But, no, I I thought you guys were very brave. It was you, Kath, and... um, And uh, Rachel, we all went... Oh, my gosh. Not to go full circle, but do you ever get flashes of uh, sweet Rachel when... And you see Rayanne on the screen. A bit. A bit. <laughs> and for I mean sure. that as I feel a compliment. Like absolutely, but uh, I can see her being a Rayanne in high yeah. school. She's she's a confident young woman, uh, for sure. uh Rachel. And also she's real fashion forward, as is Rayanne. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I realized that today. She's not quite Rachel is a more f- finer dress. She's not a bag lady. She's like not Rayanne. yeah, she doesn't have just a bunch of like <laughs> scarves in her hair for no reason. <laughs> she's packed and ready to go. Uh we don't have a bunch of Rayanne these two episodes. <laughs> True. She's She's around. Um, she and kind of Ricky too, but Rayanne always is on the go. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's absolutely. always like it's very actory, but it's like always leave like you have somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Rayanne is very much like always on the move these two episodes. Very much uh, this first episode is called The Zit. Uh, it factors in because oh boy, Angela got herself a zit. Did you have bad acne or anything? I didn't have like bad acne. Like you see people that have, like really bad acne, but yeah. I had like you know zits and shit. Yeah, experiences. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for too. sure. Me too. Me too. But it's funny too because she has what is clearly a fake zit on an otherwise <laughs> pristine face. Like she yeah. just has this big fucking lump on her chin, and then her face is just like right. milk. It's, it's like, like a spirit perfect. Halloween store zit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. She's looking she's trying to be a witch or something. Um, That's funny. So there's a couple of storylines going on there in this There is actually quite a lot in both of these episodes. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, people have stuff to do. I would say Rayanne has, like, the least to do in this episode. Right. She's just too complex to squeeze into the screen this time. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, she gets, so I would say the two main storylines mm-hmm. are uh, that the the... The sophomore boys, or the boys in the school, have released a list ranking the sophomore girls. Who's the hottest, who's got the best butt. I was a little uncomfortable watching, because it's like, they were like, prettiest, and they all go, of course, it's so-and-so. This is the prettiest girl in school. And then they're like, so-and-so's got the best butt. And then they They showed a butt. They close up some 15-year-old girl's butt. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. So there, it was like, kind of like, like, nostalgic, collegiate, like, old, old guard uh, misogyny. For sure. Where you could tell, I forgot to go back and look and see if this episode was written by a man or a woman. (laughs) Um, I noticed it was all about our bodies. It was very very much about like and even the moms the other storyline only the women only the women the the men do not have any kind of body conscious no there's they at one point reference the mom references the dad like oh you've got it easy you get better looking as you get older right the other storyline is that the mom wants her and angela (laughs) to join a mother-daughter fashion show i love that b (laughs) storyline Boy, how'd you like those dresses? They we, are atrocious. Yeah, we'll get, hold on, we'll get to the dresses. We'll get to the. I, we'll get I to believe them, I wrote that are. in capital letters because <laughs> they're quite bad. It's that fabulous turn, yes. Uh, but Angela does not want to partake. Yes, um, in any of that non that tomfoolery. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so let's go back to the list for a second. Okay. They this this the. 
concept on this one is metam- is Kafka's metamorphosis. Right. That's, we get that from a we get that from a, a teacher. I truly love. For sure. Um and they're um, in the bathroom and Ricky is having a complex situation about he is having image crisis with hanging out in the ladies', ladies room. room and what people think that means of him. Right. And his, he doesn't like it. Right, cuz he's like I just wanted to hang out with girls. Right. But now like somebody asked Rayanne if like he's going to have a sex change or whatever. Right. And he's like no, I don't want very. I don't want other people putting labels onto why I'm hanging out in the, right. in the ladies' room. But I have to say, him not hanging out in the ladies' room kind of bums me out. It's, it totally kills the character for me. I'm for, like, yeah, yeah. I like the unfriendliness of the men's room, because that is how it is. Sure. It's like, head down, yeah, don't, head talk. down don't talk. Don't talk. Stop looking at, don't look at dicks. That's uh, Krakow's <laughs> there like, whoa, what are you doing? By the way, yeah. Krakow in these two episodes... He has become so unlikable. Grumplepuss. He's just so unlikable. He, at the end of the of the next, next episode, episode, I'm like, dude, you are a bummer. Yeah, for sure. You are a rainy day at Schlitterbahn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we find out uh, that uh, Rayanne is on the list as having the most slut potential. Yes, and she is floored. She's uh, ex- so excited, <laughs> so pumped for it. She's like, this is great, I've Which got again, potential. She dresses like a bag woman, so it's like she should be happy that she has a kind of sexual <laughs> yeah. re- relativity to the boys. Uh, we get a moment where Sharon, we see Sharon uh, uh, has a boyfriend. Yes. And they're very... He seems cool. He seems fine. He's yeah. like a, he seems like a dude. Typical for her. Yeah, yeah, He's for like sure. like a Kind of straight, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they are very like sort of PDA. They're yeah. like making out, but they kiss or whatever. But they're like holding hands and snuggling and shit yeah, like that. Gross. And it's really not a fan. Really of... pissing Angela off. Yeah, Angela is very upset. Well, it's true. The old adage is like the best revenge is like doing good. Sure, you know sure, I mean? sure. It's like she went upper crust. Uh, I hate watching teenage actors in, in, interact in an intimate way. It's yeah, so gross. Like, yeah, one of my favorite shows is Roseanne, and the oh, teenagers yeah. kiss all the Ooh. time. I'm like, it's so fucking gross. Yeah, and also they ki- like, yeah, because I would love Roseanne, but when, anytime like uh, Darlene yeah. and and David, David. would kiss, mm-hmm. it was like you are clearly brother and sister. Well, yeah. This is just uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like the end of Clueless. Yeah, like, yeah, stop, yeah. stop, 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 stop. <laughs> um, Sharon and uh, and Angela have a confrontation in the bathroom, which I yes. enjoyed. A lot of bathroom talk in this episode. A lot of stuff taking place in bathrooms. And I think episode. that reflects like the intimacy of the body issues. Sure. I think they're getting real uh, meta. <laughs> Metamorphosis. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Were. I didn't even uh, think about that. There's a moment in the classroom where, uh, so we see, like, the teachers ask, like, what does the word metamorphosis mean? And, of course, Krakow's going to answer. <laughs> and while he answers, Jordan Catalano's just, like, playing with his ear behind him. He's just kind of like shaking his head and got a finger in his ear. He looks like a complete idiot. He's getting really... Like, his character's wonky in both of these episodes. He's he, For me, he loses a bit of his edge. Well, we'll hold off on the reveal for yes. the next episode, because yes, that's a wait. big moment for me. Super great. Okay. But, uh... Um, I can also relate to the zit crisis, sure. because I'm 34, and, like, a couple weeks ago, I had, like, a zit the size of a kiwi, like, a square <laughs> on my nose. Oh, that, that happens you know? to human beings. So, oh, I'm uh, right there. For sure. I remember I had, like, there, uh, maybe, like, a month ago... Uh, a zit on the side of my nose that I joked could like ruin a sitcom character's prom. <laughs> like it was fucking yeah. just enormous. Right. It's uh, hard to expect to go on stage and be funny when you have like a, just, like, yeah, a yeah, monster yeah. zit on your face. Uh, but yeah, uh, so so we do say we see a, an interaction with Sharon and Angela in the bathroom uh, because Angela, because Sharon is also supposed to be doing the mother daughter uh, fashion show. Fashion show. Yes. And Angela's like, "Are you doing that?" And she and Sharon's just like fucking straight cold. She's shoulder. a cold. I ain't. Ta- I'm not talking to you at all. Mm-hmm. And then fucking Angela goes like, like, "Oh, we can't even talk anymore." And yeah. I, and then Sharon's like, "Oh, I guess you fucking deem me yeah. worthy of talking to." All of a sudden, Love it's it. fucking great. Sass. And then Angela's immediately like, "You know what? I take it back. You're not worth talking yeah. to." Yeah. There's a lot of fucking. They fire shit. back, and she it's goes, good. "Go squeeze your zip." Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let her have it, Sharon. Uh, it was great, but then we get the big reveal of the list. Yes, which she uh, from Angela because she says it to be shitty. It's a great line though. Uh, she's like, "You made the uh, they made the list like you made the list both of them." Yeah, they both. Did. Yeah, they yeah. both did. We find out that she's on the list for how? What's the? They were, I wrote it down. It's, uh, uh, most. most uh, Global endowment. endowment. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's yeah. got boobs. She is huge. What they, which they kind of relate to early on, is that Sharon, 
in uh, Claire Danes' like narrative at the beginning yeah, narration, yeah, yeah. she's like, Sharon's developing nicely. So, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she is having boob issues. She has boob issues throughout this episode, and uh, just sort of body issues in general, which is obviously the point of this episode. True. Um, it remi- but- there was a girl in high school whose mom absolutely. She was the skinniest girl. She had that kind of anorexic body hair, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then next year, she came back with huge tits, right? Because her mom married a surgeon. Oh, wow. And then her body took over, and nature took its course. Right. And then she just blew up even huge. Yeah, now she's got fake tits on top of huge tits. kind of like, you did it to yourself. (laughs) Oh, that's weird. She looked good, but it was just a major development. Sure, sure, sure. Um, So she reminded me of that poor girl. Uh, Uh, There's a lot of... like you said, it's a lot about body image. It's basically what this episode's about. Right. And they keep showing this magazine, the cover of this magazine. <laughs> with American this mo- gal. American, yeah, some terrible <laughs> fake magazine name. Uh, and there's a girl on the, there's some model on the cover. And yeah. it's actually, I found good in the, in that the, like, we see some of the, the young girls, the high school girls, and they're picking this fucking girl apart. Like, oh, look, her knees are so pointy or whatever. Yeah, the fuck. Cause, yeah. Cause let's be honest, women are way worse about how like picking apart like female celebrities or whatever totally. than men ever. Right. Men are just like oh nice tits. And I, that's, yeah. That's, oh, I, I'd I, fuck I, that. that yeah. But that's totally. the end of it's it. But women down, are just yeah. like oh look at that shoulder. Or your eyebrows are uneven. Let's discuss They're the like, issue. Really fucking <laughs> specifically yeah. taking you apart. And then and the nicest women will do it. Sure. It's, it's shocking. Yeah. Uh, when I, growing up, my mother had one rule. Which, well, I had several rules, but the one rule was uh, you weren't allowed to make fun of people for how they look, oh, well, yeah. except for once a year when we watched Miss America Patches. Oh my god! Because, that's... because it was like, no, but their whole point is they're only up there because we're supposed to judge Pick how they mom. look. That's the Listen, only reason you're there. My mom and her gaggle of friends would have, and they were Methodists. They mm-hmm. would they would each have pen and paper to watch the Miss America Pageant, so they could just tear them to shreds. Right. It was it was an amazing pen and paper's amazing room to be in. <laughs> yeah. I was totally right there with them. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, but the mo- so we see the girls doing it, but then we also see the pair, the two moms. We see Angela's mom and Sharon's mom. Yes, and they're doing the same thing with the girl on this yeah, cover. Totally. Uh, and we and they they're all like, oh, she doesn't want to do the the fashion show. And this is where we this is where Angela's mom finds out about the list. Because, yes, because. Uh, Sharon's mom's like, oh, and then she made that list, and she's so self-conscious and already. And the first of several digs at Claire to Angela, where the mom's like, of course she's not on the list. She's so kind <laughs> like, of shitty. Mindlessly mean. Yeah, for sure. And then, it. which definitely leads to the big fucking blow-up at the end, where Angela's like, I'm sorry, I'm so ugly, mom! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's fucking kind of harsh to watch. Well, the mom misses the point initially, because it's like, if there's one thing you don't want to do when you have a raging zit on your face it's like being a fashion show (laughs) which is not a normal teenage activity no it's weird right that's cold she has a uh uh, we see the mom making these dresses and boy these dresses (laughs) they look like curtains in a bad (laughs) motel like they look like shitty curtains peach on a peach colored (laughs) family so bad yeah but also like it's bad in the way that like if you looked at the other Alphas. Eventually, we see the fashion show. Yeah. The other, I, I didn't want to interrupt for one second. I know we're jumping around a little Go bit. Go for it. But the other ish, the other thing that I really found interesting in this episode is the youngest daughter. Yes, desperate for some she attention. She is thirsty, and yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. It's been four episodes and people barely speak to her. <laughs> she's trying to sell Girl Scout cookies. And At can't one get point, a she's bite. selling Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> but this one, she's constantly like singing some weird cheer she, that she found and just dancing around the tap room, dancing up and down. She was the just chair. jumping in front of people, waving her arms like she's desperate for some attention. Uh, and by the end, like we find out, yeah, she wants to do the goddamn yeah. fashion show. She needs as much attention. attention. She needs some attention. She's a child. Angela does not want it, and that daughter is the thirsty flower <laughs> yeah, that needs yeah. to be watered. And they, and so we at the end, the mom ends up doing it with the younger daughter. But if right. my point with the dresses is, if you see the rest of that fashion, it's like dated as fuck. Yeah, but, but it's like they were trying to be hip for the time. So it's, it's like it's like a, a woman with big shoulder pads yeah, on a sweater. Right. But you're like right. that's. That's cool. These women look like like Angela's mom's dresses. They look like fucking Little House on the Prairie yeah, or something. It was like, it's no, so out of date. You know those FLD, the future Latter-day Saints, those like Little House on the Prairie people? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or the yeah, polygamists yeah, yeah. or whatever? Right. That's all they're missing is the tall, crazy pilgrim hair. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah. They're not fitted. They're oh. they're very beige with a... With a 
sad pattern. It's a very curious. At one point, Angela, may as well be Paisley. At one point, Angela says we look like demented versions of Patty of the Patty Duke show. Yeah, which, which was the, what? That's a. There's no way you know what the Patty Duke show is. Correct. And the other thing was like the the model on the magazine and the fashions in the show right. were that kind of. Eight, uh, 80s hangover of right. like a businesswoman was it was still like business That's sexy severe. that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. model look you sure. know um because none of them are like super tight revealing or form fitting uh everybody i went to church with dressed like that <laughs> and the hat the mom yeah. wears a hat she has this unflattering son <laughs> yeah it's so weird how did were you like a church family every sunday really? forever oh, ever, ever 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 methodist so super easy okay but had to go to sunday what school. is oh, what's methodist church like i'm not even i don't it was okay so it, do you like what, nor- are you in and out is it like because like I've been to Catholic church and it's like fucking four hours and no. it's too much standing and kneeling and I don't Not know the, I don't know any of the words. Not intense. You were expect you got to know the Lord's prayer. Okay. You there's a lot of people that show up Christmas Easter. We were sure. every Sunday people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there were um, oh God. There's a lot of stories. Okay, super white. Mm-hmm. There was one woman who showed up later. One black woman who showed up and she would wear like full whatever African like nation she was from. Oh, wow, okay. huge national costume. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. orange and she'd plunk her black. Ass square in the middle of the sanctuary. <laughs> I loved it. Love it. And just sit there. Um, but it, it's easy. But they're bitchy, judgmental, Bible Belt, sure. waspy people. Right, right, right. Um, but there's not really any rules. But there's still the people who are going to vote against you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good yeah. people. You know, not not Baptists. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> not fucking Baptists. <laughs> okay. So real easy. Horrible funeral food. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, that's unfortunate. Awful. Very dry. Yeah, of, uh, I was going to see. In my head, it's a lot of mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, you got to go further east. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not in North Texas. Fair enough. Um, um, but they dress like that. That fashion show was super Methodist. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. I can see that. That you know would make sense. A very Talbotsy. Uh, <laughs> I, I should have just said Talbotsy <laughs> two minutes at a time. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, Ricky has started to go to the men's room where he runs into Krakow, and they are starting to have a little bit of a budding like not like a friendship, but they're interacting, yeah, which I don't like. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, you're better than that, Ricky. Get yeah, out for real. Uh, he's he's giving Ricky culture. I mean, he's giving Krakow culture. Sure. And Krakow is such a fucking creep. Shit he rolls makes, downhill. He man. makes everything about him about sex. <laughs> yeah. It's, at one point, so so Sharon finds out that it's uh, her boyfriend's friends that made the list. Right. And she's real pissed Because they're off. pretty jockey. Because they're all jocks. Yeah. yeah, she's pissed that her boyfriend finds her attractive. Which is a weird thing <laughs> to be angry yeah. about. But I'll, I kind of like don't put it on the list. She's self-conscious. Well, she's whatever. objectified. Sure. She doesn't want to be. And I vowed to myself not to call the mom a bitch in this episode, which is perfect. Because Sharon's a huge bitch in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no takes, problem. We can come with the bitch on her. <laughs> uh, so they kind of have a fight. And then there's a scene where the boyfriend, who I don't even know if they ever name, let's just call him Scott. Yeah, he's nameless. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's call him Scott for Scott. whatever. He looks like a Scott. He's got Scott hair. Uh, he's <laughs> very Scott-like hair. <laughs> Scott uh, goes, she's in the band room uh, practicing or whatever by herself. Is, he it, comes is it the in, clarinet or the bassoon? The clarinet, I believe. Okay, because all the guys were checking her tits out when she was playing. I need to stop <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, tits yeah. when I talk about the teenagers. It's I'm a little sorry. weird. Her I breasts. actually felt good in the fact that I... When they were like, "Oh, she won for biggest tits or whatever yeah. on the list," I was like, "She's got tits." I didn't. I had never even <laughs> looked at her in any sort of way where I would notice. And I was like, "Good, you're a, you're an adult man. Don't in do that." In real life, she's probably an, uh, like a 29 year old actress. Oh, now, <laughs> yeah, oh, even then. Oh, so 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 Scott comes in when she's in there and he yeah. takes off her shoe. Yeah, she's like, "Give me my shoe back," and he's like, "Only if you listen to me." Like he's kind of holding her shoe hostage. She has also started wearing really dumpy clothes. She's putting on a lot of sweats <laughs> to pant. hide her her, yeah, her, her boobs. Um, so he's like, only if you give me back my shoe. Only if you, I'll, only if you listen to me, I'll give you back your yeah. shoe. Uh, Krakow kind of walks in, stumbles on the scene, gets a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Leaves. But Ricky then hangs right like, outside the room. Hangs outside the room. Ricky shows up and he's like, "What? Uh, what are they doing? Are they kissing? Are they doing more?" He's like, "Kind of yeah. look through the window." Yeah. And Krakow's like, 
it's weird. He's he's making her beg for her shoe. <laughs> you fucking gross Correct. creep. That he is not se- what's happening yeah. at all. He sexualized it a bit because yeah, yeah. goes, oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like Krakow makes it so sexual, and that is not the case. He's just trying to right. He's trying to be well. He's he's, he's being a fucking kid. He's frustrated. And he's frustrated because she won't listen to him. Ricky has probably had sex of some nature, and sure. Krakow hasn't. But he has not seen a boob. Yet. Oh, absolutely. You know not. what I mean. Krakow's never touched a boob. There's no way around. But that. no, he. But the weird thing is that they are. I thought it was looking kind of aggro for a minute, yeah, and yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah, strange yeah. that the two dudes were just hanging out. But Krakow and Ricky were just hanging outside the room. Right, right, right. You know, eavesdropping Dropping. basically. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, <laughs> Ricky does bond with Angela's mom briefly while she's making the dress about which I like. sewing. Yes, yeah, yeah. He well, nice stitching. Uh, nice, yeah. Says, "Oh, nice stitching." I hate doing like he he knows sewing terms, right? Because uh, he clearly like makes a lot of his own clothes or whatever. Right. So he's like, "Oh, I hate batting or whatever." I don't know the term. The mom doesn't know. The mom's if it's like, safe. "Oh, yeah, I hate that too." And she's like, "Oh, I like." The, he's like, oh, "I'm like talking to a bisexual." It reminds me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I did one. I liked Ricky having something to do. Uh-huh. Anything. I don't care yeah. what it is. But then also like. Yeah, you can bond with the mom. You guys, that's good. She Maybe needs to warm up. She needs up. to warm up, and yeah. she needs to realize, oh, this is a good kid. He's yeah. just... He's good for he's, Angela. He's good for Angela, for sure. And for Daniel. By the way, my do- uh, Daniel's being very nice to my dog, oh, who buddy. is just about to fall off the couch. I don't want to kill the petting sesh. Um, but uh, that, but and, and the other side of that coin is... Uh, Rayanne, so like Ricky and Rayanne are hanging out at the house. Right. We don't see much of that. There's C-roll. Uh, for sure. But uh, Rayanne's like, uh, Ricky, move. And like, just they storms out and everyone says goodbye to oh, Angel's got a mom place or to nothing. Go. But like, that's, she's the exact opposite of Ricky in that like, Ricky's trying to be like, make an effort to friend, be friendly with the right. fa- parents or whatever because he can tell there's this like standoffishness and distance and it ran does not give a shit were you ever that person i felt i definitely felt like that person sometimes you'd go to a friend's house and be like oh they're not really tight and you'd kind of be thrown in the mix i recall that a couple yeah yeah for sure i had like i'm just a bleeding heart (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) i guess uh oh no for sure we definitely you like you could tell that there was like you go to somebody's house and he's like, "Oh, there's been a fight, but they yeah. we already had plans, so yeah. now I'm here yeah. and they don't want to say no." So graphic dinner and it's nice. real weird. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, Get it, Ripley? <laughs> Angela's mom has this whole thing about like she's getting older and she's got lines in her face now, and yeah. apparently she was like the big beauty in high school. They show the a hot gorgeous. picture of her. They do. And to be fair, she's an attractive woman she in the yeah. show. She like, never she's, cut her hair. No, for sure. It's a terrible haircut. But, but the picture they show is like 80 chic. She was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. A, a babe. She had one, they make a point of saying that she had one pimple in all of high school. Uh-huh. That's, it. A, that is a ridiculous thing. I had I had a face so bad at one point. Someone asked me like what like an clearly it had to have been an accident. Someone was like, "What happened to your face?" Oh wow! So like, yeah, 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 hear, yeah. hear her bemoan that. I was just like amateur. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and this is where we have that moment where Angela like she's like. The mom's so pissed that Angela doesn't want to do the thing, and she's right. like, "It should make you the fashion, like show. the fashion show, and like you should want to dress up and look good, and right. blah blah blah." And this is when Angela like just loses. It. She's like, "I'm sorry <laughs> that I'm not beautiful," and like you obviously think I'm not beautiful because you're always telling me how to wash my face and not get zits and how to uh, walk properly and dress so certain ways that I look good. And I'm sorry, but I'm just ugly. Right, and, and then, it's kind of it, fucked up. Say it. Well, no, I don't because then she fucking does her ugly cry. She does. And you do can't a... feel sorry for because I'm like, damn, Angela, you are ugly when you cry. She is ugly when she cries, uh, but she's still fucking Claire Danes. She's not correct. an ugly girl. Can't feel sorry. For you know what I mean? You yeah. are granted. Yes, you're not a great crier. You're right. bad. You've got an ugly cry face. But in like the rest of it, it's like, oh, you're actually a, a, like a perfectly very human. beautiful young. But woman. that's, I think, good. I think it's like that insecurity that teenage girls and all girls and all people have for sure. But uh, and that's kind of the end, the wrap up at the end where she's like has that fucking ridiculous like sort of corny line of like when you really look at people, they're all so strange and complicated <laughs> and that they're maybe even beautiful. Maybe even me. And it's like, ugh, shut it's up. A real ch- well, it comes from, remember, she's inspired by Malcolm, Malcolm X. Malcolm X! That mo- <laughs> oh, my gosh. So they're watching Malcolm X in one of the classes, and uh, it's who, a speech. Who taught you to hate, to hate your, your nose? To yeah. hate your nose and the curly hair and bleach your skin. Right. And it's a clear message of 
like you should black that pride yeah. <laughs> there's a and she's like and immediately i saw i heard the voice and i was like oh i can't wait to see how angela makes this stuff Twist herself this yeah yeah. So, yeah because she gets inspired i am honestly i was the kid in junior high reading robin quiver's autobiography because <laughs> i love the howard stern show right 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 and like she makes a huge point about like wearing her hair like the way naturally and her mom giving her shit about okay fine but don't you know when people start treating you shitty you don't get mad you know what i mean and about wearing a stripe and so i thought it was really funny to watch angela take a you know a nod from history sure 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 (laughs) i love that your idea of history is also just the robin quivers on (laughs) that's as close as i got to north texas i went to methodist church every fucking sunday that's all i got Uh, but yeah i did that fucking malcolm x thing made me laugh because i was like here we go she's got it yeah and it's, so far, all, who's it been? It's been uh, JFK, JFK and, and Frank, Frank and um, Martin Luther King. And Martin Luther King and now Malcolm oh, and, X. And, and Malcolm X. Yeah. Um, I love that. It's so good. Uh-huh. Uh, there's also a great moment with Jordan Cotillard. He's very barely in this episode. He's just a weirdo. But he goes to Krakow to explain this book report. <laughs> oh, the metamorphosis. Yes, he yeah. He's, he tells. He finds out that if he doesn't turn in a book report he's going to get uh, like sent to remedial classes or whatever no this is an important scene yes yeah but that's important because it's going to be it's going to follow up in the next he episode he asks him he goes you know that paragraph that we have to write <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah. the metamorphosis <laughs> right 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 and that he got an extension on the project hey, on the paragraph <laughs> and on the paragraph which uh, is which just is fucking he, fantastic because he doesn't want to get sent back to the remedial classes because uh, do you remember why because he's uh he's stupid he or? doesn't he's not in the mood to get treated like dirt that's what he says <laughs> that's what he says i love it <laughs> the struggle is real for sure which is uh, a racist thing he, to say but here's my favorite part of that moment so they he explains anamorphosis and they like the character turns into a, a giant cockroach yes. and the family can't handle it and they essentially kill him uh and then sharon's like no you don't understand the whole point is that he's the same person on the inside doesn't matter what he looks like on the outside and fucking jordan got a lot i was like so that book it's not real is it i again i think he might be developmentally challenged i probably shouldn't use the r word anymore but there's something wrong with this boy there's a glitch (laughs) did you really ask if at some point in real life a man turned into a giant a bug, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That man's choker is on too tight. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is that number the two things I noticed the trend is that all these friends are all in the same class together, which never happened to me. That was always my. You fantasy. have like one friend in your class, and it's maybe Sharon, yeah. what Rayanne, Ricky, yeah. Jordan Catalano, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cla- uh, Angela, Krakow, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're all discussing. Kafka when the teacher's out of the room. You know what I mean? It's like the only time they turn into these like critical literary analysts yeah, 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 is yeah, yeah, when yeah. the teacher's gone. Can we also address, and this is going to come up very much, and I, we're basically done with this episode. Yes. There's only one other thing I wanted to moment is, mention is that at one point, Ran, uh, there's a moment where Ran and Angela where Angela's like, where Rayanne tells her, oh, you can go be friends with Sharon again if you want. I guess she's the well, slut now or Sharon whatever. and uh, Angela have a kind of a heart-to-heart about their boobs, their breasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how they it's wish about, they had it. The grass is always greener. It's about Girl Scouts or God. Like, your body is your gift from God, <laughs> and what you do it is your gift to God or whatever. I think they probably were in Girl Scouts probably. together, yeah, something yeah, yeah. silly like that. For sure. But then Rayanne comes in and, like, resets the teenage barometer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Immediately they can't they be friends again. Yeah. But, yeah, there's that moment where Angela's like, I don't, it doesn't matter how many people people you do or don't sleep with that don't care who you got why it's not why i'm friends with you or whatever and right it's like okay and that's all ray ann's storyline she's barely in this episode. she's just kind of the zippy person of information you know yeah, what i mean yeah. she's got her pulse on the teenage you know climate sure. or whatever she's got i don't know uh-huh she's on the list she doesn't have to worry about it right right exactly you know, she's got she's the slut uh but my point being with the teacher being out of the class and that is i think a perfect th- way to tie into this next episode this school is like half picturesque, <laughs> like suburban life, awesome school, yeah. and then half just like dangerous minds where there's <laughs> where there's no teacher and they're just got boom boxes yeah. and they're dancing on the desks yeah. and shit. It's like, what is this school? Yeah, it's, it's people very keep saying like people keep there's moments like somebody says like at one point in this episode that like and it's right in the beginning where it's like oh it's such and such teacher he only shows up half the time. What yeah. the fuck? Where's the regulation on that? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And if everybody knows it, then clearly the staff should know it. Should address 
it, and it will, which leads into this episode called The Substitute. Yeah. Uh, and the unruly class, the soundtrack is TLC, What About Your Friends? Oh, I didn't even catch it. Fabulous. Nice. Yeah, awesome. That's what they are wrecking the classroom up to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real it. dangerous. Yeah, what about your friends? Um, the, they don't have a teacher. Right. The substitute shows up. It's and he bedlam. is, if you watched uh, Cheers, he's... <laughs> The one Kirstie Alley falls in love with, yes. or is like trying to because he's rich. Absolutely, um, that's he's been great, in a thousand things, but that's a, oh my, my pull for that dude. Oh my god, I he love sh- Cheers. God, oh, it's the best. Sorry. He shows up and he he's immediately quirky. He is. He too, yes. he shows up and he's like toothpick. He like offers the class a toothpick, and literally that's all it takes for the class to be like, huh? What'd you say? They, they all start turning off the radio and yeah. sit down. Did he say toothpick? Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> this might be the all least... All the gang members are suddenly silent. This might be the least realistic episode to me. There is a trend in lots of television shows. Saved by the Bell had one. Oh, of course. Where it's the cool sub. Right. You know what I mean? And they either had long hair or a plaid jacket with the elbow pad. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Oh, this one is, he wears two different colors, socks. He, well, he, oh, he yeah, always wears a one black and one white sock. And I got mad at how they wrote Ricky, because like, all right, so basically what happens in a set, we'll, I, I, we're jumping a little too fast, but he just walks set up the premise. in the room. He the set up the premise is that he comes in and he shakes everything up. He is he's, a cage he's just, shaker. Yeah, he Rattle comes up and cage. he's like, no, it's not about just reading, it's about understanding and thinking and questioning. He's, he's that cool teacher, right? sitting on the desk. He sits on like, that pr- desk so weirdly, so many different <laughs> ways. When people aren't even in the room, there's a moment where... <laughs> he's alone. He's alone, and like one of the parents shows up, because they're going to talk about the magazine or whatever, right. and he's laying sideways on the desk, just like reading paper. What are you I, doing? I feel like a theater teacher was like, show me 30 ways to, to sit, sit on that yeah, desk. Yeah. I kept waiting for him to just like, they kill up and he's just upside down, <laughs> upside down, reading books. The desk books. is hanging from the ceiling. Well, because he doesn't believe in rules. Well, he's very mysterious. Yeah. He's a rattling of the cage and he has kind of an accent. He's got like a british accent. It's very 1930s kind of British. RKO. It's little British, a little just rich, right? It's yeah. got that sort of rich accent. It's like a 1940s movie star. But here, so, so the other thing is, what bothers me, so basically he shows up, and he's they're going to work on this literary magazine yes. that they make every year. The people, Lit. The Lit. And people submit poems or stories or whatever. And he's like, he, he reads all of them one day. He's like, These are all trash. He, yes. throw, he throws them out the window because yes. he's crazy. The, uh, <laughs> the, 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 Krakow cannot handle that. Krakow, the, he can't handle the not having rules. He needs structure. He, yeah, he needs structure for sure. He even told the teacher where the papers were because he needed so much goddamn structure. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Glitch, glitch. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. To the point where he returns that poem. To Angela, <laughs> he he goes outside and finds Angela's poem with a big footprint on it, yes. and brings it back to her house the next day. Uh, but so he's 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 such a radical presence to this class, yes. that other kids start hearing about him, yes. and coming to this class. They're just like a beatnik, like Rayanne and Ricky, both, but other kids to the point. Yeah. There's a point where like it's standing room only in this class, totally, and like teachers are poking their head in. Where the fuck are these kids supposed to be? Like, uh, yeah, who, where, where are, are the other teachers? teachers that are like, are we missing some of these children? This school needs Michelle Pfeiffer to walk in the Somebody room. Somebody <laughs> needs to get these fucking cool in order. And this is definitely a trope of like, t- like you said, Saved by the Bell, whatever, of like yeah. the cool substitute. He's going to change the way they you think about inspired. learning or whatever, right? Well, the first thing he did when he walked in the room is he's like, I'm not here to teach you. I don't have lesson, but I'd leave. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, want yeah. To. I actually really like that movie. Well, only Jordan Catalano takes the bait, sure. and he even like goes, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see the gears starting right. to click. I could leave. Yeah. Uh, which he gets up to leave, and I did like that moment where he's like, uh, but just so you know, the only thing we'll be talking af- about after you leave is you. We'll he just can. be discussing you the whole time you're gone if you can handle that. And he he can. can see through the ego. For sure. Um, and he starts getting them the right stories, and Rip them up and and close and and people are, it's it's like a, it's maybe a week, maybe <laughs> that he has turned this class from literally dancing on the desks yes. with boomboxes playing yep. to being the most studious 
which they, is just a horseshit. Think about it. Never happens. It's a horseshit. Trunk. It never happens. You know what the cool the cool teacher does? Yeah, he smokes weed with students and tries to fuck them. That's oh, what yeah, the, exactly. that's what the cool teacher does. <laughs> we, that is a fact. The substitute teacher that we had, we had a teacher that was like ten months pregnant, right? Perfectly right. fine teacher, but she just couldn't handle a classroom of teenagers anymore, so she was gone real sure. fast. Sure. And we got it was Bernie Sanders. That's who we got. <laughs> and I'm no joke. And the guy, it was a math class though. He we walked all over him. He was just a character. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like, yeah, it was like yeah, as yeah. if Larry David walked in the room. Right. And he like he literally was like, I can't take you kids. And <laughs> <the> crazy things <laughs> like that. And it was just we. It was a free for all. But we, I never had the like. Oh my gosh! Now I get it. You know what right. I mean? Never happened. Absolutely. I had good teachers. But sure, I had plenty of good teachers. Yeah, but but the, the, this idea that like the guy's going to come in and change the way you think about learning yeah. and inspire all the kids. Night on a white horse, man. It's not going to happen. Don't believe it. What There's is no the, golden <laughs> ticket? Uh, um, and he and literally it's and what annoyed me about Ricky at this like Rayanne goes like he always wears one black sock and one white sock and Ricky's like I have to see this uh. you are better than that Ricky you wear eyeliner last episode you were talking about wearing eyeliner and you got like a like a like a tasseled fucking yeah. Sergeant Pepper jacket on. You don't care about his mismatched right. socks. Right. He actually, though, his dress in this episode is kind of boring conservative. He's got he's got a, a simple bit. V-neck sweater on yeah, yeah. with a white sh- shirt on underneath. It's like very, uh, uh, a little too preppy for me. You know what I mean? He needs sure. a little bit more flair. Uh, but they start reading their poems and they, run, they read one of Angela's poems and it stinks. It's about an oak tree or something. Yes. No one cares. Uh, it's, it's terrible. Like all high school poetry and most general poetry, poetry is. It's terrible. It's hard to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, there's not a lot of ways to mess up with the translation. You know what I mean? For sure. Uh, but what, what ends up happening is that one of the poems that somebody writes uh, is a little, a little dirty. It's risque. It's risque. It's Chabere. a little sitting up in their chairs it, but it's and i love that crack house and what like so he pe- he put all the, the things that people wrote in a bag and then people pick them out randomly mm-hmm. and are reading them to the class Which not, is not their own mind-bending crazy <laughs> uh and they're all anonymous radical and Krakow has to read this art thing and everyone's laughing at him and he just oh, i refuse yeah. to read it because right. it's so dirty and right. he can't Such handle a prude. it because he's a well he's not a, i think he's not even a prude i think he's about to come in his pants <laughs> i think he's incapable of handling right. anything sexual uh <laughs> so he like so we read the the poem and it's it's very it's like uh, he tastes my sweetness from mm-hmm. my juicy lips sweet juiciness sweet yeah. juiciness there's a line about like make uh, in the cold basement of love which uh, yeah. is just the worst fucking in a basement yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. um and but when you're teenagers anywhere's hot. Sure. You know what you get I mean? to fuck anywhere right. you, you take what you can get but I do think Krakow was like was offended by content. Yeah, I I do think that was it. Okay, but also probably because his I'm going to go a little deeper is that his offense to the content is probably tied to a sheer lack of experience. Sure, you know what I mean. Absolutely, that I makes mean, sense. He's just straight vanilla. Uh, so we find out that the parents are supposed to the the parents printing company are the ones yes. that print the lit magazine, which is a good tie-in. Sure, it's a it's a perfect way to get them involved. And like they writing all wise, story wise is perfect way. As this Vic, new, Vic, yes, that's the <laughs> other thing is they call him Vic, the one, the first name. Because that's and the, the the younger daughter's like, you call your teacher Vic, and Angela's like, that's his name. Never so, trust a first name teacher. Never trust a first name teacher. <laughs> Did you ever have? Do you ever like one of those friends that call their parents by their first no, name? My, my mom's dad, he was a strange man, um, but. He he insisted they call him by his first name, Tom. Yeah. And if they wanted to call him Dad, it was like they call him Tom Daddy. But never, ever, ever, which is weird. Tom too. Daddy. Yeah. Re- no, I did your family, but Tom Daddy, Daddy. is a very creepy thing never, to say. Never, ever, ever did I hear them call him by Dad his grandpa name. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah, always yeah. Tom. That's it. Yeah, I'd never... I had friends that did that, and it was always fucking weird. It's super strange. Yeah. But again, there's someone else who... Uh, it's like Krakow is not a term of endearment to me. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, In yeah, the yeah, same yeah, way yeah. that Jordan Catalano... Right, absolutely. ...is a sign of royalty. <laughs> you know? So they really... Well, Sure. They're right on the money with that. Calling, uh, like, call me Vic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never trust a woman. And all the kids would be like, ooh, I get, ooh, Vic. That's sassy. Like, yeah. For sure. Uh, 
so the parents see the the, the, the poems and they see that poem and mm. they're like, oh, this mm. is a little. I, the dad, I think, the dad's turned right. on. The dad's, I think the dad's okay with it. Because the mom cool. is not okay she with it. She is not happy. Um, and she goes to the school to be like, we cannot print this. Right. It's sassy. This and the, that's when that's she, when she walks in, he's laying on the he's desk, standing on his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got my pants on yeah. the top of my body. He's just <laughs> fucking goofy for no reason. Uh, my uh, name is Vic. Yeah. Uh, and they have a they have a little bit of an out there like a little they have it out a little she's bit. She's stern and not comfortable printing it, but even she is inspired. She's you know a what me- I mean? Yeah, what she's seduced she by the thickness she, of it she all. She says you should teach full time. Yeah, I love that. Even and he says something mean back to her right after. Well, she he gives tells her immediately like because he calls her on her shit. He's like, oh, so you're just gonna send like. You're, he says you're afraid of uh, that. This is Angela wrote this, and yes. she's like, "No, I don't care." Whatever. He's like, "Oh, like well, book. then it's just then it's just censorship for censorship sake." Yeah. Fine, I'll just print them out myself. Which is the whole thing. This whole episode can is like the drama is so easily fixable for sure. Uh, which is just just print them out yourself and hand <laughs> them out off the school grounds, and there's no problems anyway. No cry. Yeah, no. Um, but, but it's about censorship. It's about censorship, this and episode. and. On that level, I relate a hundred percent because I was definitely that shitty kid who would like take up causes. Uh, yeah, uh, and by shitty, I mean it's not necessarily shitty, but I was real shitty about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, that I could. Okay, my friend actually did something like this in high school. Yeah, and I think it was directly related to the stupid. It was a cross thing. It was a cross between Pete and Pete, which okay. was an amazing show. I love Pete. And Pete. Lo- yeah, remember Save Pete? Sure. So what she did was Xerox a bunch of things that said Save Pete, <laughs> and then I'm not joking. Handed them out. I'm sorry, I don't want to give it away. Anyway, but she was inspired, and I think it was directly by this. Sure. But there's lots of things like uh, I was inspired because he says something. Vic says something to Angela. He goes about her writing being like really crappy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he goes, "That was yesterday. What are you going to write today?" Yeah. And as a comedian, I even had that I moment like, like uh, "Fuck, I'm not writing anything. I'm lazy." You know when like a dog takes a shit and they always look around and they see you looking at them and they always go <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like, I totally did that at my laptop. I was like, "Oh my god." I'm Absolutely. Like, totally I had that. Busted. I definitely had that moment. Right. Uh but that whole I, I actually did like that interaction of there where he just kind of calls her on her shit. Each, every time she has a different argument to make, he already knows it, and he's like yep. a step ahead of her. Yep. Uh, and he, she, she's like, "All right, you're right. You know what? They, we shouldn't be saying." Like he says to her at the end, like, "So you think just because they're students, we should be the ones to tell them how they can express themselves or whatever?" Right? And be, oh Censor no, no. Them. He says just because you have a printing press, you should be in charge of what gets printed or Censor whatever. Censor their thoughts. And he's and she's like, "You know what? No, you're right." Mm-hmm. And. Uh, they print out the magazine and it goes to and it's uh, spreads like wildfire throughout the <laughs> Even school. Even the jock, the, the Letterman the, jacket. Well, guy. he's in the class, so he's uh, super excited he's about inspired. passing. This. He's super inspired, uh, and the 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 the, the, admin, the administrators and the teachers like are a reading scene it from Newsies oh, for sure. <laughs> it might as well just like spawn into the screen. You know what I mean? Like X three X three. The lit is out. <laughs> yeah. The teachers are reading it. To the point where a woman in the main in the front office is reading one at her desk, and the fucking banning herself. The, the dickhead principal walks up, takes it out of her hand, yeah. and walks into the office to yeah. read it. What and she ma- has the vapor. Well, what made me laugh so hard about that scene? If you watch, he takes it out of her hand, yes. and all she does is just like she takes it out of her hand, and she just picks up a pencil and starts writing. Like she doesn't react to the fact that someone just snatched the thing. Yeah. Does, she doesn't even look up at him to see what's going on. She just oh, back to work, whatever. He, he rules that school with an um, iron. Fist. And so he does. He's, he pulls every copy of the lit, except for a couple that got there's, out. It's a bootleg There's a couple loose, there's bootlegs. That. You love, love using bootlegs. It's underground. Uh, that are out there. Oh, by the way, the uh, the art, what was the name of the poem? It's a haiku. It's a, it, I haiku wrote it for something. It's a, well, first of all, the rumor is that Rayanne wrote it. Right, because Rayanne kind of makes that haiku for him. Haiku for him. Right. In my head, I almost said haiku for horniness. And it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> might as well, what it should be. Right. And the debate is it's not really a haiku. And right, that, because it's not. Um, like poetic justice or whatever. And Rayanne goes like, you're not going to... Like, Rayanne stands up and says, like, you're not going to say who wrote the poems or whatever. Yeah. So, like, people go, oh, she must have wrote it. Yes. Uh, 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 she kind of, like, assumes ownership of it. it. for sure. And uh, Krakow also says, you're not going to print that in the lit. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's the first one to abbreviate the name. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Uh... Uh, turns out, no, 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 no. Yes, no. Horny big boob Sharon. 
is, is the, the one who wrote the poem. Yes. And she does not want anybody to know. And she gives herself away to Rayanne in the bathroom. In the bathroom. And Rayanne gives herself like, oh, well, you didn't. You don't want people to think you to know you wrote it? I want people to think I wrote it because yeah. I've been pretending to have written it this right. whole time. Well, she was just sluttiest student. Yeah, yeah, you know, potential slutty or whatever. She has to keep it up. Uh, she wants to be slutty on a scholastic level. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, but go ahead. No, please. Angela just bursts in, which I think is hilarious, and I think that's the first time she we hear the principal's name. Right, and he's also a one name person in this. She called Foster, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Principal Foster, Foster, which I love. Foster has taken all the his he's taken all the copies. And Angela is very upset, and she's she. I did like to see she like she's at the dinner table with her parents, yeah, and she's saying how like we can we, you know we got ideas we can sue them because they're taking away our rights, yeah, or we could stage a walkout, yeah. She's like, or we could do a book burning because like the Nazis, Nazis. that we could we could do a fake book burning because yeah. the Nazis they burned books, she, and and the parents I really love is like, has he burned any books? And she's yeah. like. All right, all right, he hasn't burned any books. Good point. <laughs> she jumps. She goes straight from like it's the 1960s. Yeah, all of yeah, them. Like yeah, now yeah. she's in like war era 1940s. It's hilarious. But I remember the first. Do you remember there would be like one dumb thing where kids would all latch onto it and it would be political. Like uh, all well, of a sudden, the it, kids are, you'd think it was political, but it was horseshit. Yeah. Ours <laughs> was uh, they didn't. They wanted to ban us from wearing hats. Oh, walk and out we of were that like, well, "No, sir, <laughs> that is my freedom of expression." We have civil rights. I I, uh, I was on this committee called the Jefferson Committee in oh my, my high God. school. That was basically it's like kids, parents, and well, it was like kids, teachers, administrators, and maybe two parents. I don't remember, but we basically wrote the uh, like code of conduct, disciplinary code uh-huh. for the school. Yeah. And everybody had a, an equal vote. It was actually a pretty interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, Students' but, Bill of Rights. More or less. Uh, but that came to the, like, the, the no hat. way. The hat was hat the thing. Gate. And I was like the voice of the fucking student body about the hat thing. I, and this is a complete side note, but it's still to this day the funniest shit in the world. The 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 gym coach, I do not remember his name, but he's a fucking dork uh yeah. but anyway he came out and he's like here's why we have to ban hats oh it's a God. safety issue and here's why <laughs> and he goes here's are all the things we found hidden in students hats <gasps> and he takes out like a bunch of joints and what is clearly a fake bag of drugs like of like cocaine it and like mock. a knife <laughs> and like just crazy sh- like oversized thing that couldn't pop- like were they wearing cowboy hats like yeah. who's hiding <laughs> top hat yeah yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> just big giant stovepipe hats uh and i remember i distinctly to this day like i was like i raised my hand and like yes and i was like you didn't find any of those things in a hat, I promise you. <gasps> and everyone got a little quiet, and then one of the other teachers was like, "Yeah, that seems a bit ridiculous." No. And the guy could like, like, uh, uh, like, kind of stump, stumbled and stuttered, and they're oh, like, "Yeah." No. So you were just lying about this, or anyway, it was so that, that was a slow clap moment. A, if, if, uh, if there ever should have been in my head, yeah. there's one. I don't think there actually was, but when I played, hey over, man, I love hindsight. Uh, uh, more heroic, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was my cause. That you did it. or whatever. Was and, like, that's, and, it's, and that was like our whole the whole school got behind the, really? like, the fucking hat thing. Did you get and to also, wear hats? Yeah. yeah uh, but I never wore hats. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I was never a hat dude. Um, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, so the, so now the school, they're like, what are we going to do? And, the, See, and Angela's teacher. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, ours was just something boring. Like, we can't have prayer at the flagpole. And then they could get prayer yeah, at the flagpole. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. it. And that issue, like, lasted a day. Right. I never prayed at the flagpole. I, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, in yeah. the camp that was like, well, can we have, like, the Satan prayer? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We those <laughs> theater kids, you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> For sure. We were those assholes. Um, he, uh, so uh, the parents are telling her, look, you can't, you know, we don't want you getting in trouble. Pick your, ba- yeah, Pick your battles. You got to compromise. Angela's inspired, though. But she is, very much. And... What I like is they're like she tells her they tell her you know pick your battles and then she's like I did and this is the battle I'm picking yeah uh, so she goes and she runs off a Wait. bunch of Xerox copies yeah she's... she skips class and she runs off a bunch of Xerox copies of yeah. the lit I like that scene though it's like Angela in the Xerox room and the lights are out and yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, all yeah. you can see is the Xerox light flashing she's... on her face yeah it's good it's, it's a good, good montage uh, and she gets taken into the principal's office because she's passing out these things and the principal yes. has said before like. Anybody caught distributing this will be uh, suspended, suspended immediately. Yes. Um, and 
they call her parents. Yeah. And they're like, well, I thought we had this talk. She's like, yeah, you told me to pick my battles. I picked my battles. She's this like, is my battle. I, ha- I finally have an adult to be inspired by. Uh, <laughs> now, the other thing that we're missing here is that uh, Vic is seen, like, is no longer <laughs> their teacher, right? Yes. They, they go, Vic, Vic, they're yelling at him out the window oh, yeah, as he's whoops. leaving because he's like, and he gives him like a, raises his fist and <laughs> storms off. He his fist in the air. Uh, and... He Angela fights get, the power. Angela gets so upset because she, they fired Vic because of this. Yes. And the dad goes to the principal before... This is before she passes out all the stuff. The dad goes to the principal and is like, you know, my daughter's so upset that you... you know, I, I saw him getting people to think and, mm-hmm. and, and she questioned things. And that's yep. not what school's for. And, yep. and then you fire this teacher. And he's like, oh, I didn't fire that guy. Uh, I was go. I was thinking about it, but I didn't have the chance because the second I showed him this uh, subpoena to appear in fucking New Hampshire court uh-huh. under a different name <laughs> because he abandoned his family and hasn't paid child support, yeah, like he a, just stormed out of the room. He's a deadbeat dad. He's a piece of shit. I love that he's a piece of <laughs> he shit. He was like back pay on child support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. There are no golden tickets. Uh, and Angela goes to like, like finds out where he lives and it's like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. And he's dressed like someone you'd see in the lobby of a free clinic. He's got, like, <laughs> it's not... He's also coming... Like, where he lives appears to also be a lumberyard? A... <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, there's, like, like, a bunch a... of tools and uh, shit. And men in hard hats yeah, walking around. it's real weird. It's And also suddenly kind of not neighborhoody, but urban. It's yeah. almost like he lives in, like, Brooklyn. Right, right, right. Which I don't um, uh, understand. But he also... I love it. It's like he's not wearing a members-only jacket. It's like a poor man's everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's yeah. kind of dumpy. Sure. Um, he goes to, uh, and they have this conversation of like, I got out of the jail I made for myself, and uh-huh. you need to get out of your jail and get your own freedom. My struggle for freedom is mine, not yours. He has all these one-liners. He I says that, it, but yeah. what I love the most is he goes, you gotta leave this place before it's too late, Amanda. Yeah. Calls the bitch Amanda. Uh, and she's like, what are you talking about? Like, she's like, I don't. I don't think leaving high school is the answer, and I don't think you leaving is the answer. Yes. And my name's Angela. And I was like, that's so tight. He tells her to, as he admits to running away from yeah, his family. Yeah, he tells family, her, like, get out of that. He tells her to drop out of high school. That mind control factory that they've got you locked in and or whatever. And then he gets into a badass red convertible. That's a pretty cool car. What kind of car is that? I he mean, gives her a ride. He's like, let me give you a ride home. And he gives her a ride home. Stunning. And this is more crack hour awful Horseshit! He gets out of the oh, car yeah. and crack out, like and Cracker rides up on his bike, and she's like, oh, "Is there anybody you won't get in the car yeah. with?" He's been hanging out with Ricky too much. Wait, and, and she's like, "What do you what? Huh?" And yeah. he's like, "He's like, what?" She's like, "You think I did something with him?" And she, yeah. He's like, "I don't know." He's so old. He yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like, "I don't know if you did." Yeah, yeah. You, no, you're just assuming she did because you're a fucking creep. He's a shade throwing like motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, he's a shady person. True. I think he's all of his weird, uh, like cattiness or reactions is all based out of the fact that he has yet to like yeah touch, touch anybody yeah, 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 yeah. exactly uh, and it's funny because when the epi- like, the fir- when the season first started I <gasps> yeah. you know, we're, when the season first started I was uh, like kind of crack I was like oh I re- I relate to crack hour I li-. he's like this nerd kind of put upon yeah five four episodes in five episodes or six episodes in now I'm like fucking a dick. Yeah, like, I no. just don't like him. He's, he's not a good person. He's a baseless. He's maybe, a basic bitch. Yeah, maybe he's definitely a basic. Bitch. <laughs> I like when they're okay. I don't want to go back too far, but when, no, do what you got to do. When Angela is passing out the lit, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, all yeah, renegade yeah. style. Um, she's Rosa Parks seeing the house down. Um, <laughs> she sees Krakow in the hallway and gets busted by the teacher, and right. that's when she's sent to the principal's office. And the teacher looks at Krakow, who's trying to join the game. Yeah, yeah he's uh, like, I can go past the ones out of stairs or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Suddenly, he wants a black eye too. Um, the teacher looks at him and he goes, aren't you, where are you supposed, supposed to, be? to be? And he just, one word goes, computer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Simple times, man. That's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I love, it's like caveman. For sure. What class I had were you in? Oh, I had computer, computer class. class. <laughs> Absolutely, I had I definitely class. had that. Not to sound like such an old man, but no, that, but I, I LOL'd at that moment. Uh, Angela goes, so they call Angela's parents. Yeah. They sit her down. They go to see Foster. Uh, and they're like, uh, they go to the principal. And the principal's like, were you there when I said uh, suspend anyone yeah. who passed this out? She's like, yes, I was. She's like, and you skipped class. He's like, not only did you pass it out, but you used school uh, equipment and yeah. supplies to make them. You skipped your English class to do it. And she's like, yeah, I also skipped IELTS the other day. I like that. Which I was like, I'm good for you, that. bitch. I'm good for you. 
uh, in front of her parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and at this point, I think there is a bit because one of the arguments she has with her parents is that, like, well, you were such active. You always tell me stories about how you were in the '60s yeah. and you were activists and you stood up for stuff. And maybe yeah. you know, she's like, "This isn't civil rights or Vietnam, but this is what I got, which yeah. I really enjoy." Yeah, that is such an <laughs> accurate way to describe it. Like, you need something to rebel against, Things and this is what she's got. People don't know is in the '90s, you still had all of these touchstones to the. 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, sure. you know what I mean? Like, all the jokes on The Simpsons are yeah, Henry yeah, Kissinger yeah, yeah, jokes, yeah, 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 Vietnam yeah, yeah, yeah. jokes, Absolutely. you know what I mean? And so, I like that they still, that's clearly obvious in this show, too. Because yeah. that's what I grew up with, because I knew who Henry Kissinger was when sure. I was 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, you know absolutely. I mean? um, uh, and, it, and, she said, and she says, like, uh, I'm, uh, and then the, the principal tells her that, you know what, uh, I'm not going to suspend you. I think Vic, I think uh, Mr. Racine or whatever yeah, his last name Vic. was has got you guys uh, all messed up Hood about winked. what's good and re- bad mm-hmm. and uh, if this is this one isolated incident I'm gonna let it go and the, the, her face just fucking crumbles yeah because not getting suspended yeah. is the worst thing that can happen <laughs> and when you try you do everything you can to take a stand and then literally you're like okay just go back to class she gets censored yeah yeah she yeah she totally gets censored yeah they go back to class and there's now a sub there and the sub is reading oh my her god her. the sub also a, looks like I want more of her she's kind of great that, she's that Ralph Hardesty in a wig and a blouse <laughs> <laughs> I want so much more of her. Oh, and that wig is such a wig. It's that, so tall. It's so tall. And, it, and it's like, it's shaped like a head would be. You know what I mean? Like, and I, like it looks like it comes up and it just sits on a thing. You know what like. a tease storm is? Where it's, it's a, Or an anvil top? It's when a storm is approaching and okay. it's such a huge storm that it goes so tall that the top of it is so high that the wind is going so fast at the altitude that it's blunted and okay. it looks like an anvil top. Yeah, yeah. Very popular in strong, huge thunderstorm cells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's her, her that's fucking what she's wig. fucking got. It's got that anvil high yeah, wind yeah, yeah, yeah. finish at the top. And she reads <sighs> she reads Angela's old oak tree poem. <laughs> she's and in- what I really love is that it's the it, it's literally just the one she's st- with the footprint on it. Yes. Like she won't even rewrite it. Yes. And she's like, it's great. The grammar is perfect. I love uh, she's like, maybe you should retype it because there is a footprint on here. But yes. other than that, uh, I think it is a great example of creative writing. I hope she comes back. And she's so sad. I love her. Now, there I have, are two elephants in the room. I have purposely left off we a, have to, a part of a storyline. We have to mention one thing really fast. And they only hit this at the beginning and the end. Okay. And the, it's in tiny scenes with the parents. Okay. At the beginning, they're unloading the car. Right. And somebody said, oh, you the- forgot to buy kitty litter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of the episode, they're like, I remember to buy kitty, kitty litter. litter. Yeah. Number one, I haven't seen one fucking cat the whole <laughs> I time. I haven't seen a cat yet. <laughs> Not one. Nobody <laughs> talks about cat. it. Yeah. There's the, 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 nobody. Even yeah. the little daughter could be playing, playing. with it. You yeah, know I, don't, I don't. I know more about Tino than I know about that fucking cat. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but when I saw the sub, I was like, I want to know more about the cat, and I want to know more about that fucking <laughs> sub. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I loved her. But also... Back to the main. Issue so this heart. is the other part of this so that I have not this mentioned. Is the crown jewel. <laughs> uh, the teacher or Vic, Vic. has taken a a, a a liking to Jordan Catalano in that he's making like a, a special case out of him. He's yelling at him a lot. Yeah. He's calling him on all his bullshit. Yes, he's like he is pushing Jared Leto's acting abilities to the limit for sure. <laughs> and he tell and like at one point he's like, "Hey, you left this behind." He's like, "I didn't leave that. It's a book." And he goes, "No, but now you did." What so book read was it? it? Did they? Ever I couldn't say, make it out. Yeah, like, but he's like, "Read it, and we'll talk about the chat first chapter tomorrow, or whatever." Oh my and then God. when they find it, when uh, they the, read the poem that's haiku for him, yeah, someone's like, "Is that a haiku?" I don't think that's a haiku. And uh, he throws him a book. He's like, "Look up what a haiku is." Yeah, one's like. <laughs> uh, then we see the father, the, the Angela's dad, come into the classroom when it's just the, pre, the just Vic and and Jordan Connolly. Yes, because he's there to pick up the the poems and shit for the lit magazine. Correct. And, and he's heard and, about this and thing. and he's heard about and yeah. he wants to meet Vic. Yeah. And uh, and does. Vic is like, <laughs> well, what's the word? He's like, just say it. Don't look out the window. Say the word. And Jordan's like nah, being all fucking yeah. Catalano. Yep. Fucking, I'm too cool for this. Yeah. And he tells him like uh, he's like. Well, just make the sound. What's the sound? And Jordan's like, storms off all mad. And then fucking... Like slams the desk. The, yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Real good angry. Shit, good shit. And, uh... Acting the house down. And, and uh, Angela's dad like, hey, I'm, I'm Angela Chase's dad. Yeah. I'm here for the stuff. And Vic's like, you see that kid? 
like, yeah, I guess. I guess. And it's like that that really smart kid yeah. that just so happens no one's managed in all this time <laughs> to teach him how to read. Jordan <laughs> like- Catalano can't read. I've been making a point about Jordan Catalano's <laughs> developmental challenge status. The man is illiterate. He is illiterate. Now, to be fair, he is officially being, being illiterate does not make you developmentally challenged. You're no. different things. But Adult will, illiteracy uh, is, is a real thing. And it's sad as fuck. But Jordan Catalano is officially young, dumb, and full of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> he he, and here's my favorite part. So, like, after he... after. And the dad doesn't take a cue. Clearly, he can't fucking read. Yeah, yeah. And Angela's dad is like looking and then like starstruck. (laughs) And it's like Jordan Catalano can't say a word. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. Uh, What's great too is then afterwards, later when Vic is what they think is fired, but they they don't know what happened. And Jordan Catalano just out of nowhere is like, Vic was the best teacher I ever had. He screams all because he's the only one who's ever tried to he's teach him how to fucking read. read. And then everyone looks at him like, "What?" And he goes, "I'm just saying he was like a good teacher. Like he's yeah. like real." It's it. He, yeah. Uh, by the way, uncharacteristically inspired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I. So yeah, I laughed really hard that George Cannell yeah, can't read. Kids have Rayanne and him. They and Ricky. They all have these problems of homeless people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, all yeah, have these yeah, like yeah. major things that lead to like homelessness. Absolutely. I work. Meanwhile, Angela just has like. A zit. A zit. Yeah, yeah. She has to wear an ugly dress in a fashion show to get her mom off her back. <laughs> right, right, right. I worked with a man, all right, at a restaurant. And I worked, he was a sweet guy. He had worked there for years and years and years and years. And right. it was a basic restaurant, super easy. And he, if you had a special order, and it was really easy food, right? Right. If you had a special order, hands down, he would always fuck it up. He would never get it. And you right. always had to go back and say something about it. And most bitchy waitresses yeah. just hated dealing with was that. He like a, was he a chef? Or was a cook? He was something? an older black man. Okay. Did who, he, what's that? What did he do? What was his job? He was, yeah, he was, he was a cook. Yeah, he was a cook, a line cook. Right. Um, and he had worked, he had done that forever. And finally, I just realized it was like, he cannot read. Right. And that's what it is. He has adult literacy. He's in like late 40s. This is his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't yeah. go to another job. Right. He knows this menu and like yeah. he can pick out the whatever, right? and that, and he knows what it looks like. like you right. know what I mean on a ticket at this point. After but 30 what years the fuck is he gonna do at this point? So in reality, I was like could really relate to this. But Jared Leto's acting ability is not up to snuff. Uh, it's not, and he is like. <laughs> I love watching him struggle to look like he can't read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love watching him try to convey that to me. Yeah, yeah, That's absolutely. Because really it's literally, it just comes through of him, like, with, like, frustration. God! Oh, like, yes. like, and, like holding his hair back on his I forehead. Yeah, I, for sure. And I and they almost gloss over it. It's almost lost in the... In the it's, it's that moment, and then... It's not mentioned again the rest right. of the episode. Because Vic's, uh, Vic's gone. Nobody else knows. And whatever the new sub is, she will never notice that he can't. Absolutely not. <laughs> She'll uh, never know. Yeah. Miss Hard- Mrs. Hardesty will never know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, it ends with uh, with Angela it's being ca- censored. Yeah. And it's kind of kind of wraps um, up slow. It's sort of a weird, boring finish. Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, particularly if since they drop the Jordan Canaletto can't read bomb in like yeah. the middle of the episode, it's going to be hard to fucking have anything else well, be more dramatic than that. Every episode, you know, Punky Brewster has a I can't sure. read. Um, everybody does, but there's like an emergency that happens. So hopefully there's like a fire drill and Jordan can't get out of the fucking building or something like that. I'm sorry, I'm no, it's weird. okay. That speaking of fire drills, that was a fire alarm. <laughs> that was weird. I got like a Facebook call. No. Um, well, how did you feel about these? I, I liked both of them. So did this I. one, I, I, the second one to me was like kind of the most unbelievable and the most sort of classic tropey of. Yep any of the episodes we've done were super sappy because super sappy and also just like i have seen the like you say the substitute who comes in and shakes everything off storyline done so yes. many times yes. and there's very the other than the reveal of him not having paid his child support yeah there's not a lot different to this version of that story than it is the hundred times i've seen that story before i agree i liked the last the last episode it was very teenagery yeah. angsty I had a teacher, and it's fine to say this, it was an elementary school teacher, so right. you didn't know necessarily that he was gay, right. you know, it wasn't a thing, but he, sure. that was like, if you were going to talk a rumor about him, that was it. Yeah. And he was super dramatic, which right. was a problem. <laughs> he was the science teacher, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and there was an, 
a day where he, for some reason, I can't remember what he had said, but he had to say this, where he was like, I just want to rattle your cage. Uh, and it was this long <laughs> speech about why yeah, he's a yeah, different yeah, kind of teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo and behold, a few years later, he had to turn himself in for, it was his cousin's friend. His cousin was 16. The friend was 16 for some kind of for inappropriate man. somebody's he cage. went yeah, to jail. Yeah. That's how ra- how much he rattled that so guy. He got his cage rattled. And he was a he was a first name teacher. Yeah, never, yeah, never, never, never trust a first name teacher. I swear teacher. to God, that's a true story. Um, he was a good teacher, though. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed the first episode more. The, yes, the fifth. The fifth episode. The, the fifth episode. episode. The Zit. The Zit. Yeah. I just, it, I, I, as much as I related to stuff in the second episode, I just felt that it was just a more successful... Like, there was multiple stories going on. Yes. More so. Like, this episode really didn't have outside of... Like, the parents didn't have anything to do. He Their was... whole story only related to Angela. And Kitty Litter. Uh, and Kitty yeah. Litter for a non-existent well, cat. Well, every character was a vehicle for the sub. And the sub right. was, like, too Willy Wonka-ish yeah, 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 uh, yeah. to, like, be real. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly my... It didn't feel grounded the way this show tends to. Well, they didn't... I mean, I... I don't know. I'm never into the, like, I want to inspire children. Because I was, like, so not one of those kids. Kids, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're inspired when you're left alone. I right, feel like I'm very much that age, that yeah, At yeah. that age. But I have bad news for you, too, because, like, the whole rest of... I, the episodes I remember from this point on that I can recall are as kind of, like... A not more trophy, of that? but, okay. like, it's, okay. it's every teenage... This show is every teenage rite of passage. Sure. Um, especially when they start getting really thematic. Um... Yeah, I, mean, I don't recall an abortion episode though. I'm, <laughs> but like, I'm okay with that. Yeah, because a lot of these have been so far as well. Just they haven't like they've been more grounded in reality, and I feel like this one that, like you said, he's so Willy, Willy Wonka, For he's sure. so over the top that I just don't buy it, and it takes me out of it. That being said. It gets a 10 out of 10 because George Cantalano can't read. So I fucking <laughs> love this episode. It's fantastic. Um, and, and Vic is the only one who could see it. Yeah, he for is sure. magic. Uh, you got anything you want to plug? This uh, is not. This will, will be out in a couple weeks. You know, the only thing missing from this episode was that Vic needed a ponytail. You know what I mean? He just a, ponytail a ponytail or like... They should come in and he's like playing rock music or something. You yes, know what I mean? He like to be playing music. And this episode started with the TLC song, so it yeah, has yeah, it does yeah, have yeah, some yeah. high marks for me. Um, oh wait, when does this come out? Two weeks. Okay. Um, oh no, next week it comes next out. This, week? Not tomorrow, but the following Thursday. Okay. Uh, I am super excited to announce that it's actually at the end of November, but I don't care. I get to host for Godfrey. Oh, it's awesome! I know. I'm excited. It's gonna be great. About that. So, Cap City, end of November. Awesome. Long, long time away, but I'm excited about that. For sure. Yay. That's great. Uh, I will be in. Where am I? Parlor Live in Seattle with Mike Lawrence on October 13th through the 15th. Yay. Chris Cubis Gets Money airs October 21st <gasps> awesome. on Fusion. So you probably don't have that network, but you can steal it on the internet. Um, <laughs> How exciting. Check out my Facebook and all that shit and my website for other dates. I'm around a bunch of places. Uh, that being said, if you like the show, share it with your friends. Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, but share it on social media. Tell your friends about it. Uh, it helps us spread the word because I am really enjoying this run of this show. So Yay, please let people me know. Too, me too, me too, me uh, too. And uh, watch the next two episodes, and we'll see you next week. Thanks.